Welcome back to this podcast, where we look to the writings on generosity to inform our fund development work today. As you know, this podcast is not a podcast to discuss the latest fundraising techniques. Instead, we look to the writings, ancient to modern and from all cultures, to learn from the value of generosity. This podcast seeks that deeper wisdom of being a person in the beautiful space where generosity occurs. Each week, we take five minutes to reflect on a quote and one or two coaching questions to ground you for the week to come. Don't forget, subscribe to this weekly podcast in your favorite podcast app. Like one of 2,600 places in the world, my town has a library that started as a Carnegie library. Curious, I dug into the history of generosity that led to these libraries around the world. This story is not about Andrew Carnegie, but about the generosity that stemmed from 400 books. So this week, I am reading a story from the autobiography of Andrew Carnegie, published in 1920. The story begins. The messenger boys were hard work. Every other evening, they were required to be on duty until the office closed. And on these nights, it was solemn that I reached home before 11 o'clock. On alternating nights, we were relieved at six. This did not leave much time for self-improvement, nor did the wants of the family leave any money to spend on books. There came, however, a blessing from above, a means by which the treasures of literature were unfolded to me. Colonel James Anderson, I bless his name as I write, announced that he would open his library, his personal library, of 400 volumes to boys, so that any young men could take out each Saturday afternoon a book which could be exchanged for another on the succeeding Saturday. The windows were opened in the walls of my dungeon, through which the light of knowledge streamed in. Every day's toil, even the long hours of night service, were lightened by the book which I carried about with me, and I read in intervals that could be snatched from duty, and the future was made bright by the thought that when Saturday came, a new volume could be obtained. Books which would have been impossible for me to obtain elsewhere were, by his wise generosity, placed within my reach. And to him, I owe a taste for literature that I would not exchange for all the millions ever amassed by man. This is but a slight tribute and gives only a faint idea of the depth of gratitude which I feel for what he did for me and my companions." End quote. Consider the long-term effect of that generosity. The gift of letting underprivileged come into one's own personal home, borrow a book, an item of value, week after week, with no assurance it would be returned undamaged. Fast forward a hundred years, the generosity of those 400 books led to libraries filled with millions of books and resources. I doubt that Colonel Anderson realized how his generosity would affect the world. So let's reflect on two questions this week. When was the last time we asked our most committed donors about their story for giving to the cause we serve? Next, 
When your fundraising tasks seem overwhelming, imagine what impact today's generosity by donors and volunteers will have on the future. To explore fundraising coaching, visit servingnonprofits.com. I will see you next week.